There's there's a baby. We gotta save it. That baby is not a baby. Oh, there's another baby. That though. is a jelly bean with oh, a face. Oh no no! Hey, come on! He's oh oh God. God! No! No more, please! Baby crying? Fuck! Oh! Snoop Dogg! That's how Mark Millar talks to babies, by the way. I'm a, gonna be a great dad. Hi, my name is Matt, and welcome to Why You Should, a show where I tell you why you should. Simple concept, right? Before we begin, I would like to say that I recently got a new dog, and he is currently basically right behind me. So if he sneaks in a couple noises, I apologize, but I know some people will probably enjoy hearing a puppy on the mic every once in a while. Today is going to be an interesting episode, because the game I'm going to tell you to play is unplayable. Strange, right? Well, if that intrigues you, let's go ahead and get into why you should have played Silent Hill. PT. Directed by Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro in 2014, a seemingly random game popped onto people's radar simply titled PT, or Playable Trailer. When you open the game, it would show that it was made by a game studio called 7780 Studios. However, this was just a cover for Kojima Productions. If the name Hideo Kojima sounds familiar, it should. Kojima is responsible for many games, but most notably responsible for the Metal Gear Solid series. The story of Silent Hill PT is fairly easy to go through, which is saying a lot for a Silent Hill game, so I thought that I could fill up some time with the behind the scenes stories as well, and tell you why this game never came to fruition, and why you can't play it today. But first, the story. Spoilers too, obviously. P.T. centers around an unnamed protagonist who awakens in a concrete-lined room and opens a door to a haunted corridor, in which he can only walk through a hallway which continuously loops and redecorates itself. The first time he passes, a radio reports on a familicide, which was committed by the father, and later mentions two other cases exactly like it. Later on, the protagonist encounters a hostile and unstable female apparition, presumably named Lisa. Upon entering the bathroom and being locked inside, he obtains a flashlight and finds a creature resembling an underdeveloped fetus crying in the sink. He gets out, but finds out that the apparition is watching him. While it is possible to avoid the ghost completely, if the protagonist is attacked by the ghost, he reawakens in the first room of the game, beginning the loop again. In this room, there is a moving bloody paper bag that speaks to him, telling him of a disturbing experience and stating the same quote seen at the start of the game. Watch out. A gap in the door. It's a separate reality. The only me is me. Are you sure the only you is you? The next few loops feature a refrigerator hanging from the ceiling, leaking blood. 
The muffled sound of hysterically crying babies can be heard from the refrigerator, which shakes violently. After the player completes a puzzle and enters the next loop, the refrigerator is absent and the radio issues a Swedish message referring to the 1938 radio drama War of the Worlds. In the next loop, the lamps turn completely red and the player's vision blurs. The protagonist moves abnormally quickly and the corridor stretches out into infinity. The protagonist discovers a hole in the wall and looks through it to hear a woman being stabbed to death in the bathroom. While a voice on the radio rants about societal instability, after the sound of the radio and the killing stops, the bathroom door opens by itself and the player enters upon the fetus-like creature, telling the protagonist that 10 months earlier, an unspecified person lost his job and turned to alcoholism. His wife works as a part-time cashier to financially support the family, but the manager was sexually attracted to her. The corridor then corrects itself and the protagonist eventually hears a voice uttering, Two, zero, four, eight, six, three, repeatedly. The player's perspective distorts, and the game displays a false crash message. When the game is restarted, the protagonist awakens in the concrete-lined room and continues the next and final loop with only the flashlight as the light source. He discovers the torn pieces of photographs scattered through the hall and reassembles it in its frame. After the picture is complete and a set of tasks is done, a telephone rings. The protagonist answers the phone to hear the words, You've been chosen. The protagonist hears a door unlock and leaves the building. In the subsequent cutscene, a voice remarks about having lived a life of regularity until his father killed him and his family without any creativity. He states his intention to return with his new toys. The protagonist steps out into the streets of a deserted town and is revealed to be played by Norman Reedus. The credits reveal the nature of the playable teaser. This game is scary. And I'm going to say that first and foremost. I watch horror movies for fun some days. And this game scares me. The gameplay loop is just creepy and scary enough to keep you on your toes. But it does an amazing job at not being stale. The only loop I really had a problem with in this entire game was the hell loop, which I just thought was cheesy more than anything. I should say right here that I also never got the chance to actually play this game. I only got to experience it through others playing the game, mostly on YouTube. Honestly, I find it better that way because I get less scared. <laughs> Though I do wish I did get to play it. It was nice seeing people show a lot of support for this game because if it did come out, I probably would have it on my shelf right now, probably right next to Resident Evil 7. I want to talk now about the production nightmare that this game went through, because it's honestly pretty interesting. After that, I'll get into a pretty lighthearted top 5, and then into a why you should versus why you shouldn't. While doing research on the game and why it was never made, I came across a Reddit thread that had 
the following comment, and I think it summarizes the situation pretty well. And it's from user Eskaminagaga. I'm so sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly. The PT was a playable tester game to raise awareness and anticipation for Hideo Kojima's new Silent Hill game. Due to some drama between Kojima and his employing company Konami, supposedly concerning how much Hideo was budgeting for the game and certain disagreements regarding the Metal Gear Solid franchise combined with a shift in focus by Konami towards mobile games, Konami up and cancelled the Silent Hills game, and even went so far as to remove Hideo Kojima's name from all marketing material related to Metal Gear Solid 5. Eventually, the disagreements were so severe that Hideo was placed on an extended unpaid quote-unquote vacation. He was, he was fired. There is a lot of speculation as to what the details of what the disagreements were, but very few details were released. Since the Silent Hills game was no longer in marketing, Konami pulled the PT game from the PSN. Either way, Kojima was hired by Sony, and put in charge of his own game studio with much more creative freedom than was offered to him by Konami. So there will be new franchises created by him at the new Kojima Productions. In my opinion, that's a basically perfect way to describe what actually happened. Kojima wanted this game to be groundbreaking for the Silent Hill franchise, much like how Resident Evil 7 reinvented the franchise for Resident Evil. Kojima is even quoted as saying, we are aiming for a game that will make you shit your pants. And in my opinion, he succeeded in this playable teaser. It upsets me that this game kind of fell through though. In a way, especially that it did and Konami firing Kojima. It was a poor move in my opinion. Especially because the result is Death Stranding, which I'm not a huge fan of. Now onto a very light-hearted top 5. I thought we could do a top 5 loops, but then I struggled doing that because there are only like 12 loops. So then I decided we would do a top 5 playthroughs that I've seen, but then I realized that I've only really watched 3. So I decided to do Ruckstar's top 3 playthroughs of Silent Hill PT. At number 3, I have PewDiePie. Now, I don't really have anything against PewDiePie, but I only watched his playthrough one time, mostly due to an old friend who swore up and down that it was the funniest video ever. Sorry, Nick. It just wasn't my favorite. There are some funny moments like his uh, Snoop Dogg, but other than that, it was a fairly straightforward playthrough that I probably won't be watching again. At number two, I have Markiplier. Now, I'm gonna start this off by saying that I love Mark, and I still watch some of his videos to this day, but there were some parts of this video that dragged on, and other parts that felt pretty hammed up as well. It sneaks up to this spot because Mark's personality is a lot better suited for this game than PewDiePie's was. At number one, I have the Game Grumps. I might be pretty biased on this one, but who cares, it's my list. This video still cracks me up to this day. It really was the perfect storm for both the Grumps. Danny and Aaron play off of each other super well and all of the jokes land in my opinion. I remember hysterically laughing when they just randomly started singing Margaritaville in the middle of the playthrough. And there were a whole bunch of other funny moments that I just continually crack up on. 
absolutely hilarious. 10 out of 10. We'll probably watch probably like a thousand more times before I die. And now on to why you should versus why you shouldn't. This game is going to be pretty lopsided on one side and you'll be able to tell really quick which side that is. Here are some reasons why you should play PT. This sound design alone should be able to just immerse you and pull you into this game. The lamps creak, the subtle music, the door creaking, the baby's cries, everything is just fan-freaking-tastic when it comes to sound design. It's a masterclass in sound design. I don't know who they got for the radio announcer's voice, but it's absolutely amazing. I've seen some people say it's Norman Reedus, but I don't think it is. I've seen some other names thrown around there too, but it's still a mystery right now. At one point, the radio announcer says a very simple line like, don't turn that dial, and it feels so freaky, and it's something that a radio announcer would say. They took a line that a radio announcer would say and transferred it over into something that's so freaky to set the mood. I want to point out a few fun loops that really stick out since I didn't get to name a couple before, and these were all just amazing. The loop where you first see Lisa and you have to just kind of buck up and walk to where she's standing. The loop where the hall turns red and you're super fast. That one's also amazing because you have the eyes kind of watching you and everything. Uh, the music switching to the constantly rising tone fills you with such anxiety and it works super well in that run. Uh, lastly, I'll point out the window break loop. It's actually an amazing use of the space that you're in in the hallway. So if you didn't notice, you will once the window falls. It'll make you pay attention to the upper level that you see when you go into the little door area. And you'll see that Lisa is up there. From then on, you're probably looking up there to make sure that she isn't stalking you from above, and I think that's just an amazing use of the space. The use of the hallway itself as a form of liminal space is just great. I don't know if this was Kojima's intent, but in a place where you're supposed to feel secure, which is like a lightly lit hallway, which is just something that you see in a game and you're like, oh, that can't be a scary part of the game. You don't feel secure at all once you start getting down to the dirt in it. It's just fantastic. Now onto why you shouldn't. And I said that this was going to be lopsided, but I didn't know it was going to be this lopsided because there really isn't any reason that is big enough for me to put on this list. If you're a fan of horror, you should watch or play, if you're lucky enough, PT. It's just a fantastic game, and Silent Hill has a whole bunch of new stuff coming out, and hopefully one of these projects maybe emulates PT in some fashion. I know that they're sending it out west again, which people aren't a huge fan of because of what happened last time uh, Capcom, or not Capcom, uh, Konami sent out uh, development out west. But I think that this time maybe they'll be a bit better with it, hopefully, and they don't go to the Resident Evil 5 and 6 route. Well, that's going to do it for me here on this episode of Why You Should. If you haven't already, you should totally go ahead and check out the other shows on Raving Lunatic Media, such as Zodiac Task Force, Sci-Fi Malady, check out the backlogs of Cold Case Chase and the other Caseatorium shows, and don't forget to go ahead and drop down to our Discord server and say hi. 
If you want a new show reviewed by yours truly, go ahead and make sure you suggest it in any of the following tabs. Why you should anime. Why you should video games. Why you should movies. Because if you don't, I'm going to get you. Don't turn that dial. We're just getting started.